So you guys got an unexpected windfall from an unexpected friend in a very trying situation that may give you an out to this situation. Are you guys going anywhere specific, or are you just going to find a decent hotel? Anywhere they're not liable to, like, worry about who it is that's actually checking in, you know? A decent hotel. Hey, hey, Mary? Yes? So, um, I need your help. Sure, Michael, what do you need? Something that's not bloody that I can wear. Oh, okay. Um, well... Because as Scrapper pointed out, it does still say, um, paradynamics, and it is kind of caked with blood, so... Um, while I can explain it away as my lab accident, I don't know if everybody would agree with that. Well, you probably just don't want to walk around in front of people with blood on your clothes. I think that's just a good rule, good etiquette. But no, I think our RC can either take us or maybe he'll let me drive the van and we can go shopping and find you something more suitable. That would be whiz. We, and maybe get some food? Sure. If, yeah. Yeah, we can stop and get you some food. No problem. And you, Mary Sue. I don't remember seeing you eating a few days. Yes, I'll I'll eat something. It's fine. You're literally going to pass out. I've been there. So you guys are going to go pick up some some fast food. Yes. Do I get to drive the van, though? No. Oh. Here. Here. here, I'll I'll help you out. Do you you see how I'm conscious? You can (laughs) drive the van. Wait, There's like a few words that I can drive the van. I mean, you can drive the van, but you may not drive the van. Okay. All right. So fine. If you want to play chauffeur, our seagull. I think this is a good idea. We need, we need to get some new. We need to get some new clothes, and I think we should get a, like a decent, truly decent hotel room. I don't know about you guys, but this has been a pretty just craptastic couple of days. You think? Yeah. I want a. I want a. I want a hamburger with some steak fries, and I want a beer. And I want oh. a bed that, like, some type of feathered animal had to die to keep it poofed up. So what kind of lifestyle hotel room are you trying to get? Middle. Okay. We should get a suite that we can all stay in so we can stay in one spot. Yeah, we all have to be in the same room. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a baller suite. Sure. Not a... Uh... Not a baller suite because then that's the kind of hotel where you walk in and they start wondering who you are. And they start taking, like, your sin information and stuff. Well, an upper mid, you know, like, like a Hampton. You know, I'm not saying it's like the Four Seasons. <laughs> yeah, no, you yeah. guys can get a nice, automated, medium lifestyle hotel room. It's going to have room service. It's going to have a bar that you can order from. It's going to have showers that run with hot, clean, clear water. You guys can get some stuff drone delivered to your, your hotel room. It's probably worth noting that, like, by the time they get to the, the hotel room, Boss, although she has insisted that Mary Sue eats, does not eat herself. She just sits with the, the bottle of wild turkey that they still have. And, Richard, and you do have a bottle of Xanax in your pocket. Val just kind of watches everybody eat. How does Val feel about not eating? Is she like, Xanax is not Oh, wait, I have drugs, too. Oh, never mind. You yeah. do have drugs. You have a pocket full of Nova Coke. You're a little raver kid now. Of a single dose of Novacoke. So does, might... does someone need Xanax or something? No, we were just I'll... talking about the, the wild night you guys could have with half a bottle of wild turkey, some Xanax, and a Novacoke. To be fair, though, it's the kind of bottle that has a handle on it. So, like, it's a... It's a big bottle. Large bottle. 
You're also like body seven, so <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll also set up the whole Capri Sun snack pack thing. Who's We're feeding Val again? Does she need to drink every day? Is that how that works? I forget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a thing, and so I figured I'm going to do it. Are you just doing it right in front of her? Val will. No. It's we're like middle. Is there like a balcony? She'll just like go and sit out there. Sure. But anyway, Val. So I've had some. I've had some food. I've had some beer. I'm chilled out. I'm clean. I have some nice, decent clothes. Val. So I'm assuming you know. I, I know this is going to be a logistical issue. So have you been on the internet's searching for? I don't know, like vampires for dummies. Yes, RC. I've I've got some basics. I'll be fine. No, I mean, what are you gonna do though? I mean, you have to, you have to, like, you know, girls gotta eat. Tr- <laughs> there, you, there you go. So we, we, have, do. we have a plan to figure that out. We do need to figure out how we're gonna handle this long term, you know, without killing people if we can help it. Mm. So what? What did you find out? Can can we handle this by killing people? Theoretically, yes. That's, but okay, you know, being. Val kind of just looks at all the others in the room and is just like, look, just worry about the blood. The rest I can figure out on my own. Well, blood's not that hard. Maybe we can just get access to like a, like a, like a blood donation hospital or whatever they call. We could steal one of those big blood drive buses. <laughs> It'll only last for so long, guys. Not to mention they, the way that they have to store the blood, they put a lot of other stuff in it so I'm not even sure that I would be able to consume it so the the impromptu Capri Sun works for the time being and I'll I guess I'll just cross that bridge when I get to it if it's all the same I'd rather have a plan than just suddenly not knowing what to do with a hungry vampire well maybe this this person we're gonna meet maybe they maybe they'll have an idea or or know somebody that could help with this issue. Do we want to tell them? I suppose to Scrapper knows. knows. Scrapper knows, and I, I guess you're right. I don't. Tr- I don't exactly trust him far enough to not pass that on to uh, his friend. Hey Val, what about that that doctor you were telling us about that you had that that meeting with to help you walk again? Have you talked to him lately? No, I I completely forgot about him. Um, yeah, I. Dr. Good, I can give him a call. Uh, he said he was kind of a freak. Reminder, we're criminals now. Maybe going to a doctor is not a great idea. I mean, I use the word doctor in the loosest sense of the term. I think, like, just as a general rule, we should probably avoid talking to people unless we can, like, make sure that it's not going to kick us in the ass later. So if you're going to call him or something, do it on a burner phone. I mean, his whole thing is was about making people more, better, you know, the peak of physical being and all of that jazz. I'm he has to have dealt with vampires, so he Michael's right, he's probably my best shot at figuring this whole thing out. I mean, we don't got a lot of options, so maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should I mean, I can always start picking you guys off one by one. So far, according to my count, RC is the highest in the uh, Valerie cracks, so uh, he would be first on the menu. Uh, how, how, how far ahead am I? A lot. Well, shit, we gotta figure something out, guys. 
All right, well, I guess we need to go do this meeting thing. Just for my own knowledge, who is feeding Valerie today? As we go from the night, you guys having a nice meal in your hotel room, to probably early morning, maybe getting a little continental breakfast. Fun with the continental breakfast, guys. Yeah, who wants to who wants to feed Valerie? <sighs> Don't we all do it? Is this all the all situation? No, it, it doesn't have to be all of you guys. Sure. So Michael taps his uh his vein and makes another little Capri Sun for Valerie. Bacon, plain toast, lots of coffee. Yeah, if we're, if we're detailing our, our breakfast meal, are, he's going to go for the bacon and the eggs and toast and grits with butter. Oh, we got grits here. I hope they have grits. Seattle, it's not south. RC will be very upset if <laughs> You probably got oatmeal. Not a whole lot of places have grits for continental breakfast. Sorry, bub. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been around a lot, and it, yeah, you have to go down south for that. That is that is the sadness is real. Um, do they have little corn fritters, little fried balls of corn? Not usually. I've I never heard of that. So I'm probably not. I'm never leaving the south. Sorry, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> If nobody has anything interesting to do during the course of the day or anything they wanted to check in with, we can go uh, to Scrapper picking you up. I was thinking calling Dr. Good. Donuts. Sure. I kind of want to hear this conversation. While everybody else is down at the uh, Continental Breakfast. You give him a call? I do indeed. All right. You will get a, a lovely young lady picking up the phone. Dr. Good's office, how can I help you? Hi, yes, I recently, um, actually, you know what, we're just gonna, we're just gonna skip that. Uh, is, is Dr. Good available? I, um, I need a bit of an emergency consult. Hmm, let me, uh, can I have your name and she will ask you for some information to kind of identify you and their records. She'll ask, you know, are you a previous patient? Is it life-threatening? If it's life-threatening, you should go to the ER, that kind of thing. She will hesitate and kind of, like, look towards the door before giving all of her information. Okay. It's like, oh, yes, Miss Rhodes, um, I see we had set up to call you, actually, looks like tomorrow about a, let me go see if the doctor's ready. Excellent, thank you. And you'll, you'll be put on hold for a moment to some very pleasant hold music. And then he will pick up, this is Dr. Good. Uh, Dr. Good, it's, uh, it's Valerie, Valerie Rhodes. Ah, yes. The walker. We shall make you rise from your, your chair. Um, see, here's the thing, Doctor. Um, that's kind of already happened. You have betrayed me? You have gone to uh, another doctor? I have not gone to another doctor. Um, no, I had a bit of an accident, a run-in with, uh, with somebody else, and, um, long story short, because of this run-in, uh, I now have the ability to walk, but, but, I am... How does this happen? Oh. Uh, How have um, you been so cured so quickly? You should still be in recovery. Yes, I, I'm, I'm, you know what, if I can schedule... This is remarkable. If I can schedule an after-hours visit with you, preferably, uh, you know, at dark, uh, after dusk, or, uh, something like that, we can discuss everything that happened. After talk, why is this? I my hours do not go so late. Well, you see, it it has something to do with the with the uh, uh, with the method in which uh, I regained my ability to walk, Doctor Good. Um, is experimental? Is a virus experimental? Oh, you know, 
gene therapy while being new is not as reliable as cyber. I understand that completely, and I am on board with you. It has you. been um, proven for years and years that cyber will do wonders for the human evolution. Our mere biology is, is limited. And gene therapy just builds on broken, broken I, philosophies where chrome, glorious chrome. I, I understand, Dr. Good, and you know what? All of my research that I've done before I went and visited you confirms that. However, what has been done is irreversible, and unfortunately there are some side effects to, to what's happened to me. Do I need a lawyer? Do you need to bring no. suit against this person who has wronged you? He's dead. Oh, no. Yes, this is, this is very serious. You killed him. No, no you I didn't, didn't kill him. No, I oh. was unconscious when he died, so... I had nothing to do with his death. He assaulted you. Yes. And then and then became dead, and you had nothing to do with it. Yes. Yes. You, see, you Good. understand perfectly. That I would not be an accomplice. No. No, 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 no. Not Very good. Not we shall have a meeting. Come. Come where, come where, come where. I know. I will give you a location. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My house. Tonight. You're, uh, At midnight. Yes, okay. this, this will be good. I'll send the maid away. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that, that. Very good. <laughs> we shall cure you and get you ready for the procedure. I hope so. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Much planning to do. I must go now. And he hangs up. Thank you. A couple of minutes will go by. And then the receptionist will call you back and say that the doctor forgot to give you some information. And then he's, yeah, he did. He's very animated right now, and she apologizes for that. And it is a an address. Excellent. I will take that information and say thank thank you for uh, calling me back. I know it's it's. I apologize for getting him worked up. Uh, I you know it's. Oh, he's canceled all of his his appointments for the rest of the day. He's. Furiously oh, doing something in there. Okay, I'm not allowed to bother I, him right now. Uh, very good. I I I apologize. I didn't mean for it to become that big of a deal. But okay, that's uh, great. Thanks. Thanks for the information. I'll uh, talk to you t later. Right, bye. So, right about the time that that conversation wraps up, we'll be right about the time as is convenient for everybody to come back from from breakfast. Val will be buried in her deck, looking suspiciously innocent. Possibly whistling a little tune. I wonder how whistles work with fangs. You know, I was just thinking that, but I didn't want to say it out loud. It works well because you don't have to do that like weird double pinky index thing. Oh, he's got a point there. You just kind of, just kind of do. So moving things along, about six fifteen, six forty-five, you get a message from Scrapper. I will be there at seven o'clock to pick you up, making sure nothing crazy has happened, and that you guys are all still actually good to go through with this. We were not arrested. You tell him that, because he'll give you a big I know. <laughs> and then right around 7 o'clock, he'll, he'll send you a quick text of he's here. And as you guys go outside, you'll see a small limousine, kind of like two bench seats in the back with a, a separation for the driver. And he is standing out there in a very fine suit. 
not like crazy ridiculous, but like this is a guy you've seen in rags and overalls and stuff, and here he is. Hair is nicely combed and neat and clean-shaven and suit standing up straight. And he's standing outside with a limo waiting for you. For clarity's sake, he is standing by the driver's position. Well, don't you clean up like a very big penny. So, well, when they went out shopping for clothes, um, Boss kind of like redid her digs a little bit. She's looking a little more, a little more dapper than uh, she was previously in her hoodie uh, that she had replaced her work outfit with. So... She gets into the back of the, the limo, considering there's there's nobody there to open the door for them, I'm assuming. He'll open the door as you guys come out. Is there anyone, like, inside the limo with him, or is it just no, to take it is a it is an empty limo for you guys to get in. Ah, and after, no limo conversation. And after you guys get in, he'll get into the driver's seat. Inside, you guys can see that the privacy screen between the driver and the passengers is down, so that, you know, you guys can interact. He will get in, and he will kind of start off with... so. Tonight, we are going to Le Faze. It is a restaurant in the nicer parts of town. It is also owned by the lady I'm going to introduce you to. Assume that she knows more than I do. She will make displays of power and influence, but I trust her. And if you prove yourselves to her, she will not play games with you. Do you have any questions? What's her name? Really? That's the question you have after everything over the past couple of days. It's not a bad place to start. Morgana. 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 Her name is Morgana. What was it? Her name is Morgana. The name of the restaurant is Lafay's. Boss has a question. Um, sure. She says, so we don't want to end up accidentally disrespecting uh, Mrs. Morgana, is there anything you'd recommend that we do or refrain from doing to avoid her ire? It's not so much avoiding her ire as her boredom. I have arranged for this meeting based upon her and our past relationship. It is up to you to make it worth her while. Well, I guess we have RC for that. Thanks. I'll be good. I'll be... <laughs> I'm glad that you, know, you keyed into that. It was a sarcastic thing, so... You know, everybody keeps looking at me like I'm some kind of asshole, you know. Um, you guys will drive through the city a little bit. You can make some small talk if you want. Uh, you guys will pull up outside LaFay's, and it is moderately busy. It has a little valet parking. Scrapper will pull up to the valet. He will get out. He will open the door for you guys. The valet will stand there for a moment because he's not sure... You know, this here you have a troll who is acting like a chauffeur. He'll go around to the passenger side. He'll go in, pick up a, a small box that is wrapped with twine, give the, the key fob or whatever to the valet guy, and you guys will go inside. Oh, is Scrapper coming with us? Scrapper is coming with you. Excellent. If nobody else really does anything, he'll kind of take the lead with you guys up to the hostess stand. Inside is very nice, but in a in a tasteful way. This probably hits all of Mary Sue's little approval buttons. <laughs> yes. Yes. Finally, she's home. Finally, yes. This is what life should be. A scrapper will, will give you the hold here for a moment. He'll go over and have a small conversation with the host. Or I guess in a, in a fancy place, it's a maitre d' who will go off for a moment, come back, and then lead you guys through the restaurant, seeing all kinds of people in in suits and in nice clothes, go all the way to the back at a large table that's been kind of arranged for you guys. Any questions about the situation? Actually, there's. Let me 
Mary Sue, can you roll perception real quick? So I'm going to see if you spot something that's totally here. So everybody's going to notice, in particular, the Richard. As you're walking through, you'll kind of, everybody's going to kind of feel the eyes on them. In particular, there is a, a woman at the back. She's wearing a long red dress. She has what looks like a glass of wine in her hand. She appears to be an elf. And she's kind of appraising you guys as you all come through the room. Mary Sue, with four hits on your perception test, you're going to look around, and you're going to spot. Do you remember that that guy that was in charge of the, the police task force or whatever it was that was outside of your building? The, like, sergeant that the officer referred to? Mm-hmm. You will see him enjoying dinner. Not with the person we're going to talk to, right? Not with that person. He's here, it Is looks some... like, with uh, another woman. Wait, the one that I shot in the head? No, this no. is the, uh, I guess he was like a sergeant or something. I don't know the, okay. the hierarchy of, of in charges of people who are responding to an emergency response call. Okay. But the guy that the you boss. shot. I'm the guy that we shot. He's here. He's having dinner with presumably his wife. Presumably. Eventually you'll get to your table and you'll be shown to have a seat. There are two troll sized seats here. One of which is at the one end of the table. And the other one is kind of like halfway down the side. Scrapper goes and sits at the the one that's at the the foot of the table. Everybody else is, is seated, and you are handed a menu that is a physical menu instead of an AR menu, and it has no prices on it. And you are told to to order whatever you will. Boss looks pretty a little on the uncomfortable side the entire time that they're walking through the restaurant and getting seated. She looks she looks fairly nice. She dresses well. She's she keeps herself very like prim and proper, but. Yeah, she she's like constantly looking around like she doesn't really, she's not familiar with this kind of setting. She doesn't say anything. She just sits and starts to look at the menu with a distinct lack of comprehension. Archie pulls the menu up. Oh, wow. I, I, you know what? I think I'll get me one of them fancy beers. I'll keep hearing everybody talk about. A what? It's going to be like one of them fancy beers, you know, that uh, you know all the hipsters are trying. A microbrew? I don't want to be Mark, but I want to be a normal size. I'm an adult. I want a full size beer. Craft. Sure. I, I mean, I guess it's crafted. I mean, that's an odd way to think about. Sure. Whatever. But yes, I want to have one of the the beers on this side of the menu. After a moment of of sitting there, and you guys can look around, uh, a waitress will come over. She'll take your your orders. Valerie, you were also handed a menu. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, she's just going to indiscriminately pick something. Okay, so she's actually going to order. Wonderful. She's going to pretend as best she can. The waitress will compliment you all on your orders, and then she will walk away. Your drinks will come, and after the person who delivered your drinks is gone, the woman in the red dress will glide on over to you guys. She will come around the long end of the table, put her hand on Scrapper's one shoulder, drag it across his back until she's on the other side, and rest there for a moment. It's like, it's been too long. How are you? And he'll bristle for a moment. You can now clearly see that she's an elf. And she'll look down to the, the little box that uh, he brought in with. He'll grumble. Maybe. And he'll pick up the box and go to hand it to her. He's like, she'll take it. Are you enjoying all of those extra years? And he'll nod. All you gotta do is ask. Come back. But no, that's not why we're here tonight. And she'll turn and glide down the end of the table. Sit down. Put the box on the table. Good evening. I am Morgana. Uh, Mary Sue will smile and say, thank you very much for, for meeting with us, um, Ms. Morgana. Scrapper has told us that you might be able to help us if we can help you. <laughs> oh, yes, my dear. I can assuredly help you in this. 
He's told me very much about you. She'll motion to all of you. A moment or two later, another server will come over and hand her a glass of wine, which she'll just kind of, like, take and not really pay attention to where the server is. You're in pretty pretty deep, my my new acquaintances. My old old friend Leon down there, he's he's bought you some time with me tonight so that I can assess your value to me and to moving forward as to what this might take for this minor favor you ask. Tell me a little bit about yourselves. Um like like what do you need to know? Well, I'll need to know what kind of things you can do so as to how you plan on repaying me for this favor I shall do you. Val's gonna kind of, like, look at the others and lean forward and look towards Morgana and, and say, I'm I'm pretty handy with the Matrix. Well, I, I can fix anything. I have various drones, and uh, I think I can drive pretty dang good. Under her breath, Valerie's cat uh, will mutter, especially stolen ambulances. Are we, are, are we divulging secrets right now? Is that what we're doing? Valerie, you will notice two things. A glowing bird form is going to kind of come in through the wall and rest on Scrapper's shoulder and begin kind of looking around the room. <laughs> Valerie's just going to kind of like literally just sit and stare at it and just like tilt her head to one way. And then, like, tilt her head back the other way slowly, just kind of, and, like, squint her eyes, just like, what the hell is that? But she doesn't say anything. Nice tact. I have some etiquette. Boss adds, um, well, I, I made a living hunting paranormal critter, critters in the Arctic for six years. She'll lean forward, put her one elbow on the table, take a sip from her wine. That's curious. Especially, oh, are we are we telling secrets here? Or she'll look over to Richard. What? What? Why are you looking at me? Well, I'm sorry, that was rhetorical. This is all calm down. Well, just in case, and uh, she'll put down her glass and shift her position again. Valerie will notice a a haze in the astral kind of pulse out from her, and then kind of hang around the about ten feet from where you guys are seated, and just kind of hangs there in the astral. Val's just gonna like, just like openly stare at it and just like trying to, very hard to puzzle it out. You guys will notice that the sounds from the rest of the restaurant will be highly muted compared to what they were seconds ago. I think Boss is probably sort of too focused on the situation to like really notice, and she'll just throw out there, and and our Michael over there, and she nods towards Michael, um, seems to have. Some kind of magical ability. Indeed he does. How are you going to out a bro like that? Look, we're sort of at that stage, aren't we? Does Michael respond to that? If if Boz says that, she like Valerie just turns and just raises an eyebrow and, and does a closed mouth smile towards Boz. She wants to know what we can do. And that's sort of where we're at. No point in hiding things at this point. Especially something like that. <laughs> Val just, like, kind of makes, like, these weird noises and, like, you can see she's very, like, visibly, like, trying not to open her mouth, hoping Boz gets the picture. You will notice as you are stressing out with your weird sounds that the bird form you saw is going to hop from off of Scrapper's shoulder onto the table and kind of come over and cock its head sideways at you. 
I stop what I'm doing. I'm doing, and I just turn and I stare at the bird, which I don't know if anybody else can see, but like, just like that very awkward, just like untrusting, like sideways glance at it, and like I lean away from the table slowly. I assure you, if RC saw a big glowing bird in front of him, he would have something to say. Yeah, I just look back and forth between you and Morgana Le Fay and kind of look back and forth, kind of not really knowing where to fit in on all this society conversation. So what's, how does she respond? She will look up towards Scrapper. Isn't that, uh, poetic, wouldn't you say? To have a, a team fall into your doorstep that you then bring to my doorstep. And he'll kind of straighten up for a moment. They, uh, I guess they are victims, but they have some talent. And I know that you can help them if you find it in your heart. And she'll just kind of, like, take it for a moment. Yes, yes, I can most assuredly make this problem go away. Here's the deal. What is being asked is no small task. However, it is something that is within my power. But I'm going to need to have you perform a couple of favors back for me. To make us even. Now, after the first one, I will also involve some monetary reimbursement for your time. And she'll kind of say it with a little bit like, ugh, money's boring. But the first one, I don't think that I will pay you for just to see if you can, see if you can do it. To truly test your capabilities. Now, before I tell you the little favor I will ask, you all know that it is going to be illegal, dangerous, We'll send you into a place full of thieves, killers, terrorists. And then she'll lean back looking for reactions. Boss just kind of looks between everybody else. She doesn't actually look that surprised after the conversation they had with Scrapper. But she does look at everybody else. I just feel like we're circling. I mean, what? what go ahead and lay it on us. I mean, you know the situation. We're up a creek, right? Anybody disagree with that particular perspective? We're definitely up a creek. Thank you, Richard. Okay, I'm pretty sure we all understood that we were, in fact, up Say Creek. So, lady, what's your name? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, we have an objection? Just because we're up a creek doesn't mean we're going to do something for free. She can still pay us expenses or anything for any of these jobs she wants us to do. Right? I'm going to look back at her like, well, she will raise an eyebrow at you, look to Scrapper, and then kind of come back to you and he did say he liked you. Got that something. Very well. And she'll kind of reach under the table. And you're not really sure where she pulls it from in that dress, but she pulls out two cred sticks. She puts one on the table in front of her. She puts the other one next to it. And then it begins to slide of its own accord down towards Scrapper. Do I recognize what's happening? It is almost assuredly magic of some kind. There are a number of spells that could be used to move a small light object a short distance with that kind of stuff. Do you wish to astrally perceive to see if you can see it? Yes, I would. I suppose Valerie would also see this. So the first thing you're going to notice, Michael, when you open your eye to the astral, is that there is a bird on the table, and it is very interested in Valerie, and is kind of like beginning to move closer to her, and kind of on the edge of the table. Perhaps for Valerie getting uncomfortably close to her. Do I recognize what it is? You could make an ascensing roll. For the record, if it's getting uncomfortably close to me, like, Valerie's reaching for, like, a fork, a knife, something to, like, whack it with. Sure. 
you can pick up a thing as this bird is very curious about you. So, Michael, before hits on your sensing, this is almost assuredly a spirit of some kind. It doesn't register as any spirit you are directly familiar with. It, at the moment, is curious and amused. So it's not hostile? It is not hostile, no. Okay, and then do I see any... I mean, obviously, you said it was just minor magic that she was using to push the uh, item over to us. Yeah, you do see a small glow around the cred stick that's sliding across the table. And you will also see the the hazy thing that is between you guys and the rest of the restaurant. Do I understand the effects that the hazy thing is having, meaning a muted conversation? Uh, you could roll some arcana if you want. And I will be able to tell you exactly what is going on. I will. There you go. Oh, that's a six hits on your arcana. This is a, a sound barrier spell. It's an illusion spell. And it exists to do very much exactly what it says on the tin. It creates a barrier to which sound cannot cross. Awesome. Seeing that Val is starting to get fidgety, I will put like a hand over her hands to try to pretty much calm her nerves and lean over. It's just curious. It's not going to hurt you. How do you know that? Really? Re- really? <laughs> she Re- shakes her really? <laughs> so Sorry. you're asking me what the colors are doing and now you're questioning what I'm telling you is not going to hurt you? Val will shake her head and try to ignore it now. Morgana is highly amused by this uh, this interaction here. Morgana, thank you for putting up the sound barrier that my friends didn't realize was there. I presume to allow us to talk with more peace of mind, if you will. She'll give a nod, and you can see like a an appreciative smile across her face for just a moment. Mary Sue, if you want to go ahead and roll your negotiation, see how much she's willing to pay you for expenses. Michael kind of leans over to Valerie. It's curious. You're a shiny new toy. It's not going to hurt you. That's not comforting. Not at all. That's not comforting at all. Shiny new (laughs) toys often get damaged. Like, Valerie, she acknowledges what Michael was saying, but at the same time, trying to, like, as imperceptibly as possible, just, like, scoot further and further away from the bird. But that's, that's what she's, she's doing, just, like, millimeter by millimeter. Holy nine successes, Batman. With her only having five successes on her, don't pay these people. Very well. I suppose, under the circumstances, I could, I could give you some upfront money. Here's the deal. Later in this week, there is an auction of questionably obtained items for sale. Now, I have a small list from the overall list that I have an interest in. You five are going to bring me at least two of them. doesn't really matter to me which two you bring me, but you will bring me two. And in exchange, I will, and she'll kind of wave, not at, but like wave the problem away in the air in front of you guys. And I will make this all go away. Arthur looks kind of around at fellow compatriots. Well, can you define make the problem go away? Define? Well, let me see. Which part of the problem would you like me to get rid of? Is it the part where you are framed for horrible experiments? No, you actually did that part. You want me to get rid of the part where you are responsible for the death of an Evo exec? No, you actually did that part. Or just part where you were framed for the things you actually didn't do, but I'm also going to get rid of the things that you did do so that nobody, well, 
nobody comes looking for you. But in the meantime, we basically stop existing, right? You don't stop existing until I have the items in question. I will arrange for the investigation to be stalled until I receive word one way or another. If you have the items, then it all goes away. If not, well, I don't mean this to sound like a threat, but anonymous tips happen all the time. And as you have broken the deal that we made, I have no reason to uphold my half. Boss narrows her eyes a little bit, but she says, fair enough. Is it? We don't have much choice in the matter, do we? So after she she gives you that, she kind of looks around to see if the answer is satisfactory to you guys. When you this all goes away, you know, you know, what, what are the details? What, what does that mean? So look, Stray, it means that Richard Childress Cup will no longer exist. Your life, okay. as you've known it up until this point, will disappear. And she'll make a, a gesture into the air. So how does that put us any better off apart from the fact that we won't go to prison we're gonna just gonna like live homeless in the streets not not at all my new friends for you see where annika boss may cease to exist somebody new will take her place and this somebody new has a very lucrative future ahead of them should they choose for it or they could have this future that they they aspire to that's so mundane and boring Boss straightens up a little bit as she sort of realizes what's being put forward here. Like, it's it's finally kind of sinking in that this is this is not just a favor for a favor. She looks like at, at Mary Sue, and she says, is, is this what you want? I haven't... I don't... Boss, I don't really understand what's happening here. What is she, she moving? She's saying we, we're, we're not normal citizens anymore, and the only way we move forward... As we keep doing what we're kind of doing? No, 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 no. See, I want my life back. I want to be able to go home to my family. I want to finish college. I want to get a job at a corp and, Ma- Mary and Sue. go on track Ma- with how I had Mary. everything planned. Mary Sue, I think that ship has sailed. Miss Fukuru, you shot a police officer. No, no, no. I stunned a police officer. I didn't kill him. I incapacitated him so he would be safe. You used a, a firearm on a knight errant officer whose sergeant is right over there, and she'll point. I did what I had to do to keep him safe. That's all I'm asking you, is to keep doing what you have to do to keep you and your friends safe. And she'll kind of lean over and put a hand out on you. And I can help you do that. I can help you do so many things. So you're saying this whole investigation... In a, it was in the news or in police journals or wherever the hell this stuff is. That that just disappears. They just wake up one day and we weren't there. Someone else did it. It's just poof. So we have a hand linger on Mary Sue's hand for a moment longer and pull away. Well, not clean as that. The people they are looking for will cease to exist. They know that Shadowrunners were involved in what happened at Cyberdynamics. When the sins associated are gone, then they can be easily chalked up to the Shadowrunners who were involved disappearing, removing their fake sins. They don't need to look too far into it to see that the sins that are now gone were real sins. You know, I, I, got, I got a family that relies on me. We all disappear. Do. We okay. all have lives that were outside of this. I don't know how we're going to, how can we move forward? One day at a time, one very lucrative paycheck at a time. 
she'll kind of tip her head down to the the cred stick on the table. Val will actually start to reach for it and if, like kind of look around at the others, and if nobody stops her, she will pick it up. I'm just gonna look at her. I'm looking at it happen. Have a blank look, but yeah, I don't, I don't stop it. I I don't know about the rest of you guys, but there's no life for me to go back to. Why not just keep moving forward? I got I'm kids. Like, I can't just leave my kids behind. I can't leave my mom behind, but we have to figure something out. I mean, I can't. What, 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 what can we do here? We're trapped. We have nowhere to go. We're, we're, if, if we walk out of this restaurant, where, where, where would you go? The woods, right. Sorry. As Val's taking this cred stick over, Mike puts his hand on her wrist and looks at her. Just hold on a minute. There's, you guys are all worried about taking care of your family, about you having to do this for your family, having to do that for your family, 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 and, and responsibilities. And what it's, what it's boiling down to is, is are you going to have the means to take care of your families? So, um, what happens when you go to jail? What happens when you get shot by that cop over there? And I'm going to, absently point in the general direction of that guy and nobody cares when you're not here nobody's going to know that you're gone yet still alive you're going to have means to provide for your family that knows that you're around where is this a, a bad concept i'm not going back to being what you guys have deemed a slave morgana count me in I'll, I'll, I'll help you. As Michael admits to being in, she will give a very criminal serpentine smile. She looks around the rest of the room. Boss almost looks more concerned looking at Mary Sue than like she's she's looking at Mary Sue directly. Mary Sue, with tear-filled eyes, looks at Boss and whispers, "I just want to go home. I'm I'm 21, Boss. I, I'm not ready for. I just want to go home to my parents." You can see, like, a sort of like a, a shimmer in Boss's eyes. She doesn't really say anything, but you can you can see that she, like, feels like she's just like a pang that's, that's kind of hitting her. She looks at Morgana and she says, I guess, I guess we have to be in. So I guess with Mary Sue looking around the table and seeing everybody else has said they're in. Valerie, you will notice that Mary Sue looks very purple. Okay. Valerie will turn and look at Mary Sue and she'll kind of bow her head down and like rub her temple a little bit and then look back up at Mary Sue and say, it may not be permanent. This could just be short term. I'm sure you're going to be able to see your parents again. With that, Mary Sue's going to look at Scrapper and say, you said she could do favors for us, right? She will also look at Scrapper and tilt her head a little bit. I'm going to throw in a quick thing since we're in Valvision for a moment. She's just been a solid gray the entire time. She's the only person whose color hasn't changed throughout. But she will turn and, and look to Scrapper. She can do a lot of things. You have to be the one to ask, see if the price is worth paying. So you could get word to my, my parents that I'm not dad and I'm not a criminal and that just things have happened and you can explain it to them so they know that I'm okay, right? Mary Sue, before what? you go... It's a reasonable thing to ask for? If it is. It's very reasonable. But 
Maybe don't make deals the devil until you've thought it through. She leans back in her chair and puts her hand across her chest. A devil. Oof. You wound me, Annika. Boss gives her a smile. Sort of a tusky smile. And she says, would you deny it? I believe the other saying is, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And that's why we're working with you. I mean, I'm still in, but just in regards to your analogy, we don't. We don't know you, so I'm just saying as an analogy. I don't. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I don't worry about it. I'm really good. Unless we have any further objections, <sighs> I guess we need some kind of details. Was what's what's the who's and what's it now? As I mentioned, there's this auction that's coming up. There's a couple of things that I want you to get. You only need to get me two of them. But if you somehow manage to get more, I will uh, most impressed, and she'll send you a file. And as you open the file, there's a, a laundry list of all kinds of things. And all of this stuff has uh, lot numbers next to it. But the things that are specifically noted that she wants you to get are as follows. There is a dueling pistol set that is antique. It has no electronics, and they have like a natural ivory wooden handles. I'm going to take that one for myself. A lot that is listed as the wreck. Its details are that it is a unknown prototype drone wreckage seems about half repaired there are rumors that it came from the ache specifically the renraku ecology and when it was recovered it was more damaged than it currently is there is a simsense recording that is air quotes the only copy of a pre-crash maria mercurial simsense it includes a like a, a sim rig and the deck that it was recorded on there's a couple different art lot. The one in particular is art lot number three. They are four paintings by the same artist. The rumor is that if you can figure it out, there's a, a hidden message between all four of them that might lead to something else. Another lot is listed as a songbird. It's an exotic paracritter that is said to have a beautiful voice. The last two items, one is Aries Shipment 5309. It is a shipment that was stolen by runners but was never picked up by the Johnson. It is sealed. It's about the size of the, the cargo section on a bulldog. The tracking and content information has been deleted and or removed by the runners in question. Nobody knows what's inside of it, and that's kind of the way it's going to be sold, is, is unopened. And the last thing is listed as the Necronomicon. It is the diary of a serial killer from 2065. The author committed, air quotes, suicide in prison, and it's not written in any known language that somebody has been able to identify. It is also, of course, made from the bits and pieces of his victims. You know, the whole bound in human flesh, inked in human blood kind of thing. You guys have been given an audition by a, by a mysterious woman that is a friend of Scrapper's. And this audition is to get a couple of items out of a seemingly illegal and illicit auction that is going to be going on in about three days' time. There's a little bit of other information on here. There's the location. A questionable legality resort that is over in Auburn, down by the lakes down there. And apparently it's going to be host to this auction. From what you're getting here, there's no, like, guest tickets or official paperwork to get in. You basically just, if you are in the know, you can find a copy of the item list that's going to be for bids there. And if you can get that far, you're just kind of welcome to show up. So that's about where we where we sit. You are seated around the table. Dinner is about to come out. I cannot wait for my well-done steak with ketchup. They don't make that here. It's on the record. It's happening. <laughs> it's going to happen. I just hope that the waiter gives you the biggest stink eye that you've ever gotten. 
Okay, so we get these things, and you make our problems go away. You see two of them, right? At least. If you wish to show off a little bit, I suppose I'd be happy to take more. I think I could use a, you know, a, a minute or two to confer with my associates. Of course, of course. And she'll politely excuse herself from the table, pick up the small box that Scrapper brought in with him, and glide out of here. Valerie, you will notice the little glowy, hazy thing. She will just kind of walk straight through and head off into the direction of uh, the police lieutenant that Mary Sue noticed earlier. Is the spirit that was studying me following her or still sitting at the table staring at me? It takes a couple of hops, but it sits on the table, more or less in her position, but not like down on the chair. So her position, but up on the table. Got it. And point of clarification, all in addition to the cred stick, the only other information we got was location. There are more things in the list, but I'm not going to make a like 50 to 100 item list of stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, I got that it was like the full auction catalog and she just had these things starred like this is what I want you to get. Yes. Okay. So there can easily be other information in there as well if you have questions. Uh, I, I want to know what's on, the, on that on that stick. You may want to run what's on the stick, y'all. It's fifteen thousand new yen. Oh, well, boss arches a brow. Fifteen thousand—that's not bad. You know, I didn't like her from Shanger, but she sure as hell knows how to say hello. Val kind of looks down towards where Scrapper is sitting because he didn't get up. No, he is still sitting there. He'll match your gaze, but won't say anything. So, Scrapper, Morgana is a friend of yours and trustworthy, yeah? He nods. Old business associate. Valerie kind of nods and and looks back at the rest of the group, and uh, she'll kind of shrug, looking towards everybody, and like, all right, well, uh, what do we need to ask her? Wait, wait, you said one five, fifteen, right? Yeah. There's five of us. That's 3,000 each. You think that's really enough to risk, I mean, to, to do something illegal like this and, and possibly risk our lives? You're willing to do that? She wasn't even going to pay us at all. I'm looking at it as seed money to get us started because right now, none of us can go anywhere and do anything with our sins. If she's able to get this whole situation cleared up for us, that's worth a hell of a lot more than just money. Valerie says, kind of like holding up the cred stick. All right. Boss nods. She looks like she agrees. Mary Sue will look at Scrapper and say, with all due respect, and look back at the rest of you, we don't really know if she can do what she says. So really, the only physical reward we have is that cred stick. Because she could, who knows, be totally lying. We don't know her. But you guys are willing to just trust her. You're, you're okay. You got any other ideas, Mary Sue? I mean, I'm just is, saying maybe a little is, bit more money that we can clear up the issues ourselves if she doesn't follow through on her end. Clear up the issues. We have to get our, our sins in garbage. But if you have to get a new sin, would you like a little more money to get a good one? Or are we I just going to trust her? Do, do you know where to get that done? I mean, I've heard of a fake ID, but uh, I think this is a bit above that level of, you know, sorority hookup, you know, fake ID person. Noted, R.C. So she'll look at Scrapper. Scrapper, surely you know somebody that could make that happen, besides Ms. Morgana. He'll reposition himself in the chair. Maybe. 
it's been a long time since I've been active. I could reach out for people, but it's going to take time. It's going to be a lot slower than her. How much of that sort of service cost, anyway? Depends. How quick, how dirty, how good. Is 3000 enough to do it, or would it be more? He shakes his head, and just like in that slow, mm-mm. Marie, I, I've got to keep my mother safe. I, I can't wait six weeks. Okay, I don't have six days. Yeah, they've kind of got us over a barrel here. In fact, they're being a lot kinder to us than I would be in, in their situation. They're giving us an opportunity. I'm not going to spit in their faces. I understand, R.C., that you have to protect your mom. And I understand, boss, that, that you think this is the only position we have. But it's that exact mentality that she's trading on. This is just strict business. She wants you to think you have no position of power when really we do. She needs us to get these items for her. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna hazard a guess here. But I think she needs those items a lot less than we need our sins fixed. Yeah, you know that. somebody a lot better than us. Maybe she has. Maybe she, who knows, maybe she's burned so many people that we're the only ones left. Maybe she's made promises to people and she needs to deliver. We don't know. I don't think I, we should I just blindly trust. I don't think that Scrapper would have brought us to her if she was the type to burn people. Looking at what she's done here, looking at what she has available to her, Michael motions to the empty seat where the spirit is sitting. Looking at those abilities and her sending us on a fetch run, if you will. Hey, go get these things for me. Let me see what you can do. I don't understand how somebody with the strings to pull that can just, without batting an eye, drop 15 on a group of unknown individuals as well as help erase certain other problems. Mike looks over at the table that Morgana is standing at with the police captain there, and, um, you know, all she has to do is say one word to that guy, oh, hey, they're the people that you're looking for, and she can walk away from us completely. I fail to see how getting some of her help right now, as well as, you know, her giving us some additional funds, would be a bad thing in this. I understand saying being cautious. Being cautious has kept me locked up for I don't know how long now. Mary Sue's going to sigh and kind of her shoulders will slump in defeat here. I, I want the mess cleaned up, too, that we're in. I do, but I just don't want to put all of this trust in hoping that she does that. I'm not saying let's not do it. I'm saying 3000 each may not be enough. I would like a little more security. At least double. At least try. Uh, I mean, it's kind of... I, I can support that. I mean, it's kind of scary to me. I don't want to piss her off and make her want to, you know, you know betray us or double-cross us. But, I mean, hell, if you can get more, get more. I mean, I feel like she has us over a barrel. If she knows it. It's not a great position. But, you know, I hate to leave it on the table if it's there. There's an old saying, you don't bite the hand that feeds. I don't want to buy it. I want to get more money from it. If we become more of a problem for Morgana than she's willing to deal with, then she's just going to cut us loose and we'll be back at square one. Why don't we just do this? We can decide on our own if it turns out to be too much to be worth what we're getting out of this. It's, it will never be too late to make that call. 
But for right now, I don't want to anger her. She is right now, her and Scrapper are the only people who have our interest in mind. At least that we can tell. Do you really want to put everything at risk for a few bucks? And this may not be the only thing that she gives us monetarily. This could just be a pre-portion of it. Never know. There's a lot of value in what she's potentially offering us. I don't know how much it would cost to get our sins fixed. Maybe she doesn't do it, but if she does, that's worth an awful lot. Not only that, but she might be access to, to, to options after we're done with this situation. She might be able to get us out of the city. She might be able to offer us some other kind of employment. All right. Fine, boss. We'll just go ahead and do it. Marisol will just go back to picking at her food. Marcy is just fused and for, for once pretty quiet. This is all pretty big. Michael, are you actually perceiving through this situation? Yes. Okay. So you and Valerie will notice that as Mary Sue gets more impassioned throughout the conversation, the little spirit guy kind of like hops over and pays a lot of real close attention to her. He gets real interested. And then throughout the, the scene, the, the people who start to, to fluctuate more, you'll see their colors shift as they roll through a different set of emotions. Valerie, it looks very pretty as everybody changes colors. And when you mention about her going over and standing by the by the police guy, you'll notice that she has actually had one of the employees bring up a chair and she has sat with them with a little bottle of wine. Valerie kind of like stares at the bird and like looks over at Morgana and just like like shakes her head like she's trying to clear her thoughts, uh, before eventually turning back to look at Scrapper. She asks him, Alright, so Obviously, none of us are criminal masterminds. What what the hell should we do now? How did you find the bike? Well, we uh, sent some drones around, asked some questions, and tracked it down. Look, I can help you, but I'm not going to tell you how to do this. This is on you. You will sink, or you will swim. Well, you got all dramatic, but okay. There are a lot of people that get involved in this kind of work. Not all of them are shoved into the deep end like this. A lot of them have years of practice. I like you guys, but at the end of the day, you did a job for me, and I paid you, and now our business is concluded. It would be a significant investment for her to do what she is going to do. If I had to guess, fifty to 75000 per person. And then Valerie kind of sits up a little bit straighter in her chair. Boss looks a little vindicated. I will be happy to answer questions and provide what help that I can, but I'm not going with you. You're going to have to figure out how to do a lot of this on your own. And he goes back to eating his food. I'm pretty sure that we can handle this. Boss looks at everybody else. We may not be criminals, I guess, but we seem to know what we're doing. I think we can handle it. But I do, I do have a question. It sounds like the people involved at this auction are members of uh, the same community as uh, you and Morgana, is that correct? And others. How much effort did we put into not pissing too many of these people off for our own safety? <laughs> well, at the end of the day, you're going to piss somebody off. But depends. Blow the place up, you're going to piss off a lot more people. These kinds of things happen. Stuff gets stolen. That's how half the stock showed up in the first place. Some of it goes missing beforehand. 
those running the auction are going to adapt. All right, well, do you all want to, I guess, go back to our apartment for that cop gets wise about what's going on, you know, about any of us? Figure, figure this out? I think it would be rude to not finish with dinner, but we can get out of here as soon as possible, yeah? Valerie, what are you doing about the plate of food sitting in front of you? Uh, Valerie kind of, like, pushes it around the plate. Like, she'll cut some stuff up, and she'll kind of move it around, and then eventually just kind of, like, push it out away from her. So at the sound of a pushing plate, Morgana will get up from her seat over there with the police guy and uh, kind of glide back over and sit down. So time for dessert, then. Uh, I, I'm, I'm stuffed. I couldn't eat anything else. She gives you a smile as the bird pays you some attention. A waiter will come around to take some dessert orders, if you guys want some dessert. I want a chocolate lava cake. You will get whatever a, a sixth world equivalent of the, the chocolate lava cake is. Okay. The chocolate better be inside the cake. Oh, it is. I'm sure. Scrapper orders something French-sounding and fancy-sounding, and the waiter goes away. Some small talk will take place between Scrapper and Morgana for a moment. The waiter will come back with the desserts. He will also put down seven glasses and a bottle of whiskey, and then he will make himself scarce. How nice a bottle of whiskey. A couple hundred new yen? Maybe like 150, 200, something like that? Ooh, this sure ain't exactly uh, the wild turkey 101, but I guess it'll do. Scrapper will uh, take the bottle and he'll start pouring and kind of push them around the table. The ones on the, the far end will just start sliding towards the people that are on that end. Michael and Valerie will see just the briefest moments of something glowy around the glasses as they slide. Can I make out what it is? That's probably a spell of some kind. Probably the same one she used to move the cred stick down the other end of the table. Ah, okay. Val just kind of stares blankly at Michael and, like, between Michael and the glasses. I just, I take one of the glasses. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dragging. And does, does Valerie know she can't have this? Do you ask her that? Do you know that? I don't know that. Valerie's just going to kind of sit there and roll the glass back and forth between her hands and not drink from it, because she doesn't know either. <laughs> Valerie, can you not... I mean, I know there's, you know there's been some changes, but, I mean, this is some damn good whiskey. I'm just... I don't know. Does that have any appeal to you? Um, I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm... I don't know. I'm... I'm... I'm 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 fine. It's I'll 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 drink it and then she just goes and hits it hard. Alright, so Morgana raises her little glass at that and everybody kinda drinks. So we have an agreement then, and we will see where this takes us. Well, alright. I guess I'll finish my delicious lava cake and well, we can head out, guys. Gals. Yeah, you guys go right ahead. I'll be right be I'll I'll be right behind you. I have someone need to ask Morgana. She raises a very beautiful arch of an eyebrow at that. Boss, um, because she hasn't really been have she didn't have dessert, and she kind of went through her whiskey pretty quickly, uh, she stands up and, and gets her coat off the chair and kind of just, like, heads out on her own. So she says, I just need some air. I'll be outside, and walks out. So as you go outside, you're going to visit the valet, kind of gives you a little bit of a look, and then as you don't produce, like, a, a fob to go get my car and bring it around, he just kind of cheerfully tips his hat to you and uh, goes back to manning his post. Bus looks at the valet, almost like a lack of recognition. This isn't her kind of joint, to be honest. But it passes, and she kind of grunts at him and walks past. 
she probably doesn't look like she belongs in this restaurant like this, so it's not surprising that they'd give her kind of a, an askance look. So Voss is just walks a little ways and just pauses under one of the uh, bright street lights uh, that are around the uh, the restaurant. She sees someone nearby, because some little little old lady having a cigarette, uh, standing in in roughly the same area, and Voss looks at her and is sort of just sort of kind of motions towards the cigarette with a hand. She says, "You got a spare?" Just give you like a yeah, and then she'll with the one cigarette in her mouth go into her pocket, pull out two cigarettes, pull real hard on the one, throw it on the ground, put the two of them in her mouth and light both of them, and then offer you one. Boss takes it, and she she thanks her. Being an orc in this part of town might be a little little challenging. So it's nice that she didn't give her a, a weird look or anything, I guess. And, bo- yeah, Boss just starts to just smoke, and she has a look of just this sort of quiet, sullen bliss to sort of, like, just losing herself in a moment just sort of like a, a memory of what it's like to feed this particular addiction, something that she hasn't done for quite some time. But times are getting kind of rough, and if you're going to feed an addiction, maybe now's the time to do it. Is there like a bar or lounge area in the place? Yeah. So Mary Sue will pull out her comm and head over to that bar lounge area, and she'll look as she walks by Michael, she'll say, I'll be over there waiting. And uh, she just starts typing or messaging on her comm link. Valerie is going to kind of drum her fingers on the table for a second and like watch Boz walk out and uh, she'll say, you know what, I I need to get some air too. She will exit. So yeah, no, you feel this wave of nausea come over you. She'll kind of like, you know how people will do like that little like run walk thing where it's like beeline and they're just like, you know, out of my way. That's what Valerie does towards the front door. And as you go past, everybody else is going to see the person that she went and had that little side meeting with watches you intently as you run quickly by his his table. Valerie will kind of like put a hand over her mouth, you know, kind of that, that international symbol of I'm about to throw up. Yep. And outside, a very confused valet is standing there watching you come running out, finding a bush. Yep. Wonderful. So it's... uh. It's Michael, Richard, and Scrapper, and Morgana sitting at the table. Uh, I put my hand on my stomach. Did she put something in the whiskey? RC. What? She just can't hold her liquor. Why don't you go check on her? That's a good idea. I'll, I'll do that. We're just like, surreptitiously not make eye contact. And in one movement, get up, go for the bottle of whiskey, put it inside the, like, jacket. Just like, swoosh. As you go to walk by Morgana, she's going to kind of hold up a hand. And then hold up her glass to you for you to fill it one more time. Oh, of course, milady. Uh, you know, do the deep bow with the little hands circle thing. And I'll pour her perfect glass. And then she kind of waves you off dismissively. Ursie's okay. shameless theft of, of whiskey. No sense of, oh my, my god. My god, Arcee. You ain't gotta drink it later. As Boss sort of gets like that first good inhale, exhale out, uh, she'll hear from like, off to your side. Uh, boss, can I can I have a word with you? Boss doesn't react right away. She seems like she's kind of lost in thought and sensation. But she looks at Valerie after a moment and kind of looks a little curious, a little surprised, and she says, uh, yeah, of course. What do you need? Everything about Val's body language is like a kid that's done something wrong and is now going to the parental unit to be like, 
I did a thing. So, like, her head is kind of down. She's kind of, like, shuffling one foot. And, like, she's, you know, rubbing her uh, her upper arm with one hand. And, and just looking like she done did something wrong. So it's, uh, it's a pair of trolls and a, a young elf are sitting at a table. I kind of shake my head at R.C. and the others turn my attention to Morgana. Once again, I'd like to just say thank you for the privacy as well as the um, actions that you're going to be helping us with. I do have a question that either you or Scrapper might be able to help me with, though, aside from them. Scrapper leans back and folds his arms across his chest. She gives you a smile as you lay on the niceties. This one has manners. I like him. And she kind of nonchalantly drinks the whiskey and then holds a glass against her head as she looks at you quizzically. So I'm going to take a drink of the whiskey that I still have left in the cup. And look, um, I don't know how much Scrapper has um, passed on to you information-wise. Um, I found out recently, like in the past couple of days, that I was basically property at Paradynamics. I was told that my family had died. I've recently found out that that is not necessarily the case. I would greatly appreciate it if you might be able to point me in their direction. She looks the scrapper. He gives a little bit of a shrug. A lost family and a wayward son? How could I say no? Quite easily. She beams a big smile. Smart, too. Compile your information. I will I will see what my little birds can find out. Thank you. Thank you very much, Morgana. Scrapper, I appreciate it as well. That I'll finish the glass of whiskey. Stand up. If there's nothing else, I'll take my leave of you. He nods and gives you, I'll be along in a moment to get the car. All right. I'm going to go walk over by Mary Sue. And after you pass where you know that little glowy barrier is... You will see them start to, to have a little bit of a conversation that you can't hear. I just shake my head a little bit, keep on walking, going over, find Mary Sue. Eventually she'll look up at Boss and she'll say... You will notice, though, as you're coming up on her and ha starting off on this conversation, that Boss is a very light blue. Okay. Good to know. And Dal will eventually look up at Boss and say, Um, you know how you told me it wouldn't be a good idea to call the doctor and to 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 go to go talk to him and maybe see if I can't figure this whole thing out. Boss looks at Valerie. She narrows her eyes a little bit, but it doesn't really seem malicious. And she looks back at her cigarette. She does that thing where she kind of holds it sort of over her palm and stares at the cherry for a little while, and she says, "I'm not really that surprised." So you call them. I get it. What do you want from me, though? Um, so I have a meeting with him tonight. Uh, not at his office. Uh, he's he's a little eccentric, and so he wants to meet at his estate. And I just i I don't want to go alone, and I don't I don't think rolling up with everybody would be the greatest of ideas tonight. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Bus sort of size. And she looks back at Valerie and lowers her cigarette, and she just sort of looks kind of defeated, actually. Like, here's another situation where people aren't listening to her kind of thing. And she just says, Valerie, you will notice that 
as that conversation goes on, it's going to go from that light blue to like a darker blue, almost bordering on purple. And Boss says, all right, look, I, I realize this is something you have to do. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll go along with you if you need someone just to keep an eye out for you. I hope you trust this guy, though. I don't like the sound of going to someone's... What'd you, where'd you say is you wanted, he wants you to meet you where exactly? At his house. So you're going to a guy's house. All right. At least he's, he is like an actual doctor, right? He's not. He's, no, he's the doctor that was supposed to do my surgery to get me to walk up. He, when I, when I went for my consult, like he had a couple of shady characters in there, so I'm I'm hoping we'll be okay. But um, he's he's doing he didn't even have to talk to me. I mean, he's doing this completely off the books. I think I hope I can trust him. But Boz, I just I have to get this figured out. It's just it's driving me insane. Hope's a funny thing, isn't it? Well, let's do this. Uh, we can meet up with the rest of the group back at the hotel. But we should probably have a plan here. Like, we don't know for sure that this guy's not going to flip out or he's not going to call the cops after we leave. So maybe best case scenario is just don't give him anything that can track you back to where you're staying. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's smart. That's 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 a good idea. We can we can do that. Boss sighs again. Um, she just, <laughs> she looks kind of annoyed, but she seems willing. And she, uh, she weighs it like a, a passing taxi. What's Mary Sue doing when you are found? Uh, as he approaches Mary Sue, she's still on her comlink messaging. And uh, she has a big smile on her face. Yeah, who's she messaging? That's none of your damn business. Oof. Okay, so you're yes. messaging Valentine, the ancient ganger who you met at the hospital. Mm-hmm. What you asking him about? Oh, just usual vapid conversation that two young people have. Did he send you a message while you were in that intense conversation, or is this this thing that you... No, I sent him a message complaining about how people are just bossy and don't ever listen to her or take her seriously. And he's, of course, being reassuring and supportive. Of course. He totally doesn't want anything from you. No. No. And then uh, Michael shows up, kind of pseudo in front of you, because he is so large and it's difficult to not be in front of you. And by now, she's smiling and doing the giggle thing. She Michael has no idea Michael's there. Cocks his head to the side and taps her on the shoulder. No, Michael. Oh, you're done? You, you handled your business with Morgana? Ish. Ish? Yeah. So, you seem to be doing better, but uh, you didn't touch any of the food. You're a little out of sorts. What's going on? Oh, well, what's going on? Let's see, Michael. Um... I haven't been able to talk to my parents in days. They don't know if I'm alive or dead. Um, somehow I'm now becoming a criminal doing jobs for people I don't know. Uh, and apparently you guys are my new family. I'm sorry, that whiskey hit me hard. It's fine. But look at it this way. You have family. You have family that knows about you. You can call your parents. You may not enjoy what you have to talk to them about, but you can still call them. Nothing's stopping you from doing such. Michael looks at your comlink. It clearly works. So Mary Sue will kind of look like 
She didn't realize that she could do that. Um, do you think it'd be okay? If you're worried about it, why don't you just talk to RC and ask him if he has another one of those extra ones, kind of like the one that I had that you threw out the window. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Wasn't mine. It was his. <laughs> Look, we're, we're, we're all in this together. I understand that it's rough. I really do. But look at it this way. You're breathing. You clearly have something going for you with that thing plastered on your face that looks like a grin. She'll try Take to it a day at a time. Take it a minute at a time. Let the dreck hit the fan. See what pans out. Other than that, carry on. All right. I'll, I'll talk to RC and see if I can find a way to contact my parents. But, um, I don't want to tell boss because I think boss would just talk me out of it. Like she talks me out of everything. Mike kind of leans down real close. Is boss your mom? No. She acts like it. And now Mary Sue has a pouty look on her face. So let her act like it. You can make your own decisions. She'll have her opinions. Val will have her opinions. RC will have his opinions. I'll have my opinions. At the end of the day, it's your choice. Nobody else's. Stop complaining about something that you have control over. Second thing you need to do is eat some damn food. Mike's going to stand up, turn around, walk away. And Mary Sue will give him a hard look as he walks away. Get up and follow him out. So where did Richard go when he absconded with a bottle of very expensive whiskey? I'm going to go check on Valerie. Richard, you come outside, and there is a, a young valet that you saw earlier, and he's... Oh, he comes up to me? Well, he's kind of standing there. He's not, like, right at the door, because, you know, that would be weird and aggressive to have the valet guy, like, oh, you're leaving finally. Here's your... Get out, you know. But he's down. Like uh, a... I, 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 I mean, I, I break the door. You know, I go to the door, and uh, you know, I look left, look right, for obvious signs of a Valerie. He sees you looking around. He's like, oh, you're... Uh, your friend is down there, and he's going to point down the down the street a little bit, where you can see the outline of Boss and Valerie. It looks like they are hailing a cab and getting into a cab. Oh, what the hell? How far away are they? Far enough away that you could probably yell to them, but you're not going to be able to like run and catch them and before they get into the car. But good news, you have their com codes. Indeed. Let's, let's, let's do a little ringy dingy here. So presumably, Valerie, since uh, Boss doesn't like to use the the brain texting, Valerie, your your connection will ring your DNI, your deck, your comlink, whatever it is that you use primarily. Seeing that it's RC, uh, Valerie shoots him uh, a quick text saying, uh, "Back in a flash, meet you back at the hotel." I'm gonna text back like capital W period, capital T period, capital F period. For what the frag, not the other thing. Exactly. Valerie texts back, have to go deal with my new ailment, and she puts it in quotation marks. Uh, boss is keeping me company. Okay. Don't eat anybody, don't eat boss. Unless you have to, and her asshole, or Howard. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. But it is now time for the legal stuff. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, 
and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.